0: Yeah, let's hope so. Okay, cool man. Good. All right.
1: So today we are gonna talk a little bit about getting clients, keeping clients, mm. and hopefully even some red flags as far as what we've learned how to stay clear of the ones that could possibly be a little bit of a, a nightmare or a little bit of a trouble. So <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I really I'm glad we're spending the focus of one episode here because it's really important, right? Like we, we talk about this a lot on the side as far as like (laughs) how, who, how to keep them, all these things about that, because it's so important that you, you really don't have a business unless you are truly gaining and keeping your clients.
0: Yeah, I mean, right. and look, and I think you're in the same boat as, like, I think the most frequently asked question, at least one of my get, is, like, how do you get them, right? And so, sure. I think, yeah, having a full episode to really dig into that, uh, because yeah. I do think that there are tricks and tools that you can get to, like, help ease that road, but ultimately, like, there are so many different ways to oh, really man. do this, and, and certainly a lot of perspectives here, so this is going to be, I think this will be a good one.
1: Yeah, probably best disclaimer is that... I think there is no one way and there's no yeah. w- list of things because it would be, everyone would be using it. It's it's almost yes. as far as like figuring out what's gonna work best for you. And I think from long, young designers and people that I get asked this to sometimes a lot, it really has a lot to do too with like where you're located and mm-hmm. what you can, yeah. what, what's what's around you, what you can do, so.
0: Sort of um, resources around you, yeah. Right,
1: so you gotta be a little clever on how you put your little master list together about how you do this. And, and to be honest with you too, I'll be totally, transparent that like the first few months was trial and error hundred percent right <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know what, what's your like what's your your fun story as far as maybe like how you found your first one your first client when you yeah were well my first r- client and, and,
0: and funny enough like talking through this with like a lot of other designers um it seems like there there is this avenue that's sort of taken a lot of us where you know i cut my teeth designing gig posters for my band Got and, it. And merchandise and whatever that is, right? And so yeah. we'd go around and we'd have this like merchandise and people were buying them. And soon other bands were like, oh, will you do us a poster for blah, blah, blah? And, and so that, you know, I kind of took all this and it wasn't for really any money. It was probably beer yeah. for the most part. But um, there was a venue that we played at often and they eventually hired me to do just their gig posters, you know, on the throughout. Nice. And so they were sort of my first client where I was actually making money and uh, really trying to like learn the process, you know. I started to be like maybe this could be an avenue. Like, look, m- music doesn't pay much. Yeah, but this was actually giving me some sort of stability. And so it was like it was a long time after where I was like I can really make a go at this. But that was sort of my first introduction to sort of doing work for money for a client.
1: Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. How about you? Oh gosh, I, I lucked out <laughs> because I was like <laughs> I just come from my my agency kind of world so i was all about pitch that's all yeah. we did right so like yeah. i'm like i gotta pitch myself i gotta pitch so I'm, I'm making all these cool things and like where do we put them no one's no one's out there looking for them you know like what do you do <laughs> and of course the first thing you always want to do and i think this is like what every designer wants do to, to show that you're legit now is you make your business card right yes so yeah. Yeah. I put this business card together, I I'll try to find it and show you one of these days cuz it was hilarious. It was literally oh, like a pitch deck in a business card. It yeah. had as much content as I could possibly put on there and still look it looked good. I was really proud of it. But yeah. on the back, one of the things I thought of was that why not put a list of scope of services, a thing a, a list of like the five things I feel like I'm truly can do. And okay. at the time because we were doing so many pitches, I did put pitch presentation development as one of the bullet points it was like product design graphic design packaging i don't even think mm. branding was being used so much at the time right yeah and then sure. I, and, and then i put like um blue sky ideation <laughs> i don't even remember <laughs> it was so bad jordan but the best one was the fact that i i thought you know do people know where to go when it comes to like building a pitch deck and particularly yeah. with so many startups <laughs> and people that needed investing and, and all that kind of stuff there's probably going to be a, a, a lot of people out there looking for him and I can do them yeah. in my sleep. Yeah. So I put it on the card and I think one of my best friends was at a party or something that I was, and I, and I was like, Oh dude, check out my new business card. And he's like, let me take a few for some random reason. He asked and I gave him you know, like three or four of them. And a week later he was at like a block party at his, in his neighborhood and a neighbor he had never met a few doors down was in a conversation talking about, does anybody know someone that can put together a presentation Deck or something, and he he's like, hold on. He runs back, comes back, and he gives him my card. And it looked, you know, again, it was like we were saying earlier, like it. I tried to have my ducks in a row, so it looked good. Yeah. I wasn't even yeah. established yet. But the guy called me, said I'm a friend of your buddy Paul. um I understand you do pitch decks, and I was like, absolutely. So it was, yeah. it was literally that connection. And the fact that you, I was ready with it, but like the cool thing was, is that has led to truly still one of my biggest clients that's in uh, up to that I use you know monthly now, uh, yeah. that, or that I I get to still work with, and it, that's how it's expanded and and it's expand- that's and they've, amazing, right? And they've referred, so I owe my buddy a lot. I never really <laughs> did more than a thank you, but I should probably look back at that. Um, but it, it's that's really way cool, isn't it? It's like such a chance. But yep. then also too, you want to make sure behind any luck or chance that you are ready to go because if yep. that opportunity does come around. So that, that's kind of my fun little beginning story of how it happened. That's,
0: I think that's awesome, man. Isn't that cool? Yeah. yeah. That, 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 that is. Um, and I think, you know, I think that's a good lesson in terms of, and we can touch on this maybe a little bit later, but just client retention. Like I want to get that, yeah. you know, in, in the yeah. mind right now, because that's a big part of this. Yeah. But in terms of just landing clients, yeah. um, and I think there are different levels. The way I, I get clients now isn't necessarily ma- how I would have back then, right? Sure. Like when you're first starting out, there's there's lots more to do. Yep. Um, and so I think, you know, the first issue at hand for me was I needed a portfolio, but I didn't have clients or any work to put in that portfolio. But exactly. that portfolio is also used to get clients. So you're in this conundrum yeah. um, of needing experience, but, you know, how do you get it, right? How do you get it without having the jobs? And so... It sounds complicated, and I I think it's probably more daunting than it sounds in reality for me. Yeah. And I think a lot of young designers, like, at that time, like, I was just creating all the time. Not for clients. I wasn't getting paid. I was just, just designing stuff. I was learning. Sure. I was working through my own processes. And so my first portfolio, essentially, was just filled with, like, almost exclusively, like, with non-client-based work. Yeah. These were, like, yeah. illustrations I was doing, you know, fantasy clients, um, or just like personal projects. Um, and this is just sort of practicing. I just want, you know, having something that I was still able to like showcase yes. and self promote um, that still felt like professional and give an idea of my style and capabilities. True. And I assume like a lot of people are kind of in that boat. When you're first starting, like, you know, you're not just not designing and waiting for a client. You're, you're yeah. doing stuff all the time.
1: Yeah. Or you, um, you really focus and say, I have nothing. I have yeah. time. Yeah. Let me make particular case studies and and entries for my portfolio that are 100% fictitious but man that's like um that's like a wish list when you think about it because like Mm -hmm. you might be I I know at any given time I probably have 30 to 40 percent of stuff I'm working on currently that's not portfolio worthy so here you you have a chance to make something really unique and specific for your portfolio do it right like that's that's a big thing now is this idea that People know, hey, be clear on it. I made this all on my own. I think sometimes yep. that might even be look better than something uh-huh. you did for a client.
0: I mean, oftentimes, right? Like right? some of my most shared work had been for like they're years old at this point, but they were just for fantasy clients where like yeah. I had a concept and it was too good not to just put down. Um, yeah, And ultimately like those like, yeah, they definitely helped spread the word, especially because I had full control, right? And, like, yeah, the idea yeah, was yeah. It's just like the perfect storm. Oftentimes good. when you get, you know, client work, it doesn't always end up with – you know, exactly how you would do it. And that's yeah. part of the game.
1: You get, and um, and I, I, someone mentioned it last week. I, I'm sorry to interrupt you, but like someone said something no, about no, no. the idea of having these little case studies that you did comp- 100%. Yeah. Um, in most cases, let's say those first few jobs you get, you're probably only in charge of 10% of that design work, let's say. Yes. And so yeah. you could put it in your book, but you're not speaking to it 1,000% the way if you had done it yourself. So you get that's the true, chance yeah. to show, beginning, to middle to end, what you did a hundred percent on that project, so yep. they're strong. Don't don't yep. don't discount those. I think those are really great to kind of keep in your portfolio.
0: hundred yeah. percent, and 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 so also, you know, <laughs> I know that uh, this might not be like there is some stigma against this as a tactic, but uh, I did I did a lot of work for free when I first started. Yeah, and it's hard to like fully recommend this, you know, yeah. from my current viewpoint, but. I just, I always want, you know, designers to get paid what they're worth. So this is a tough one. But at the time, like, I know that having real world experiences with like real life clients was valuable for me. It helped me feel more comfortable in that environment. Like I started learning just my own process, even if there wasn't much money or any money, like, you know, it it just really helped to find that sort of uh, other world for me. Yeah, and I will say that like a lot of these were good friends or family versus just like a company looking for a cheap option. Like I wasn't necessarily doing that. Yeah. Um, but just having real clients gave me confidence in my portfolio and even mm-hmm. myself as a like a that time quote unquote you know professional designer. Yeah. It sort yeah. of just like opened up that door and that confidence I think is key to to a lot of this kind of stuff when you first sure
1: because you would without it you might have been mm-hmm. a little more you know, naive and kind of like nervous about getting into certain things, but having a yeah. few on your belt, regardless if you got paid or not, um, it can only help you. I think there's yeah. like, so, so, you, your work so there, there is some value in the real world. Yeah. yeah, There is, there some, is some value like, with that.
0: I don't want it to take away to be like, Oh, I should work for free. Cause that's not it. But exactly. I will say that like, it's look circumstances, like it's not, it's not going to ruin, you know, yeah. your chances of being a professional designer by
1: any means. <laughs> I think the trend was to say that a lot. And now it's like, <laughs> now people are finally going, man, I did it. And we all did it. And so.
0: Because yeah, it's easy from our perspectives now, But like, I would yeah. never, you know. But oh, like, yeah, oh, yeah. I totally
1: did. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I will never say never in, in any of these things. So, like. Yeah, that's I true. I mean, I, because, like, there have been times where maybe a very huge or big opportunity came up. And to put together some little thing to increase my chances and yeah. doing it for free, I'm, yeah. I'm all about it, you know. Yeah, um, yeah. I'd, I'd say what, what, what if I can go back or if I was to look down and say like one thing I would say the best thing to do before you do anything about searching, finding, looking mm-hmm. for clients is getting your arsenal, everything lined up and ready to go yes. under a unique positioning. The same way we talked in branding about um, what you do for your client and the brand yeah. that you're going to be working for. Think yeah. about yourself as well and spend the time a little bit to think about you and your messaging and being crystal clear that people need to know, because let's let's not forget, everyone we're going after does not know our terminology, does not know our industry. So mm-hmm. sometimes you have to be very plain and simple and say, "I'm your creative, your, I'm your creative resource for yes. anything." Like so, yeah. having some umbrella idea in mind before you do your business cards, your portfolio, mm-hmm. any mailer, mm-hmm. anything you're gonna email directly to somebody try to be in sync with everything you've got going on as far as what your benefit is going to be to these people. And, yeah. I, and I think that's really what I'm not seeing a lot of sometimes too because we're so used to wanting to be, well, we're artists, so we make gallery websites. We don't make business yeah. websites. Yes. And that's that's got to sure. change and do it from the very beginning because um, if you can stand out a little bit, especially unless even in your small town or where you live, if you've got a message on that, that headline on your, on your thing that grabs that, con- that consumer and says, like, that client says, like, damn, yeah. that's exactly what I need. Not yeah. the fancy image and the great project first, but the message. I think those sure. are, that's a way I would have maybe been a little more focused on to make sure that people knew what I have to offer and yes. why you need to call me. Why I we think- need to make the connection.
0: I think you're 100% right. And and I, mm-hmm. I took the long route where, you know, when I first started, I was just putting images, right? Like I didn't even do case studies. These are like, yeah, I did an illustration or a logo and it just sat up there in a sort of gallery portfolio. But I think for me, the reason like that didn't even dawn on me is because I didn't have experience. In, I didn't have any experience like or confidence in, in in sort of like if you hire me, I can do this. This is why. And mm-hmm. that's something that. I do think if you have that at the beginning, like you're going to move so much faster. Yeah. If you take the time and really understand your processing and and really like just, you know, learn the terminology, like figure out how, you know, your value as a designer, like, yes, that'll take you a lot further and a lot faster Mm -hmm. um, versus just the other way. And you're going to get the clients that really you want. Like those are the people that are going to resonate and like that trust the process that you already understand, that aren't Mm -hmm. just going to... Oh, I like your logo. Like it looked like this. I like that. I want to hire you because ultimately there's going to be some. I think that's where you know some trouble could brew. Yeah,
1: there's um, a lot. There's a lot more um, uh, fibers to kind of connect there. When you've said yeah. what you want, a person's out there looking for what you can offer, and now all of a sudden you've you've made some some headway because you're already you're already at a better spot than if just yeah. like, hey, I need a logo, and I think you yes. probably do logos. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. Yeah, exactly, and, and you know, and I think it really depends on where you are because when I first started, like, I didn't understand even how to brand a company. I was like, "Oh, yeah. you're, yeah. you know, you're a gym. Like, cool. I'm going to do something <laughs> that's like muscular. You know what I mean? Like, With that's, a that was stack. my mindset. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I didn't bother to learn like who they were as a company, why they're yeah. not working now. What you know, just to build up the brand beyond just identity. And so, you know, a lot of this is going to take time to really learn and understand the process. And I think, I think if you're coming like out of college. Or some sort of form of education like i think you're going to yeah. have that and again like that's yes. going to set you ahead of a lot of others yeah um, but if you just come to that realization like you, they're hiring you for your expertise like understand your value but be able to back it up like actually know yes. what you're doing and how it's going to help them because if you that experience is just like i know now and the way again we talked about how we nowadays how i i land clients is different because now i'm selling my value of like, you have a business, this is how I'm going to help you. It's not yes. just looking at images and be like, you want something like this? It's like, mm-hmm. no, I'm going to take your brand and make it more valuable through these yeah. methods. Yeah. And that, yeah. yeah. And so there's, I think the meat of like, if you can get that early on, you'll be great. Oh, hundred percent, man. Yeah. And it's
1: just smart <laughs> to think that way at the very beginning too, because the transition you've just made out of school. Um, I, I was thinking of this the other day, cause I'm putting like my notes together for our next semester that starts in like two weeks. And I was <laughs> thinking how how to change the perception of the nervousness and the the anxiety of looking for a job or looking for clients, whatever it might be. They're very hand in hand. But I was trying to say like, man, I want it. I want them to just change the perception that that moment in time should be the most exciting time, not the most nervous time. Like you're finally, it's like the gates at the racetrack have opened and you are out. And like, Mm -hmm. what can you do to make, to make this like a uh, a really enjoyable thing, rather than yeah. like a, um, a nervous thing. And then when yeah. we get into checklists and things like that down the road, that can help help reassure you and give you the confidence too. Yes. But try to change this whole perception of looking for clients as something exciting and, and amazing. And this is like the, the 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 first few steps of your business. It's exciting mm-hmm. to consider, and not, not a lot of people have taken that dive. So. It's I true. say, like, you know, like, grab it by the horns, man. That's, that's the coolest thing. Like, you know, like, do yeah. this
0: 1,000%. Yes. Um, absolutely. I couldn't agree with that uh, yeah. more. Yeah. Um, and another, so another question I also get is, especially with young designers reaching yeah. out, is how do you utilize social media? And I know we're going to talk about social media and its whole thing later on. But, but for this, it's it, kind of specific. For clients, yeah. like, do I use yeah. it? How do I use it? And I think, yeah. look, I think across the board, like, it's really talking about self-promotion here. Yeah, And I think, you know, one of the best parts about being a freelancer this day and age is that you can advertise your services, like, to an infinite audience for basically nothing for free. And so it's about utilizing those tools. Social media is a platform of, like, modern interaction and communication. So, like, I think harnessing that can be tremendously beneficial. And then there's, you know, like, people say, like, post your work often, understand it, like explore the power of hashtags and learn each platform, which <laughs> you I, like, sound I think like you a should. social media
1: guru right now
0: <laughs> <laughs> because like I obsess over it to the point where I, I, I broke it and now I'm on a different side of the fence. Right. Yep. Because all of us just, I don't know, social media have- is its own thing, And again, we'll, we'll get into that. And yeah, I don't want to yeah, go yeah, too yeah. hard down there, but I do think like, look, you can't ignore it. it, it you can't just like shake your cane at no. it and tell people to get off your lawn. Like you have yeah. to embrace it to a degree, but you have to use it as a tool. And so, when I first started out, like social media was a good tool for me to land early clients, um, and sort of begin to build sort of an audience and and just like gather reach, right? Yep, yep. Um, And that again, that's just one tool in the handbag, and um, I think having it tied to just like your portfolio and just and everything else, like that can be an asset um, as well. But I think when you get to the point of like starting to have that, you, you know, you still might come to find that there isn't as much work as you were hoping for, right? And so like uh-huh. the point I'm trying to make is like all right, so you built your portfolio. You have all your case studies they made up, even if they're not real. You have a couple clients here and there, maybe family friends. You know, you built a you have a Twitter and an Instagram. Like I put all this together and it's not really coming like I thought it would. And I think mm-hmm. that this is where designers and me personally, you know, was pretty discouraged because it's sort of like that mentality of like I built it and now they're going to come
1: yeah <laughs> and, yeah
0: and that mindset i think uh has some flaws i mean yeah you're like essentially at that point just working for yourself and you know and the idea of like of just simply being good at design or having followers on social media or getting shares is enough to get clients knocking at your doors like there's a hard lesson there i think they're gonna find yeah and so you do need to go further it's not just these things that you know i look at like especially doing a little bit of research for this episode, you know, they're all just tips and tricks on how to get follow, how to build your social media and get clients through that. And I'm like, I think you need to think of yourself as a business and these are all tools, but you do have to go further than just self promotion. That's only a piece of the puzzle. Yeah. So maybe we can talk about how to go further beyond that, because there is a lot of information on how to do that up until this point. But it's really like, how do you push beyond that? When you know, when you're trying to land clients,
1: yeah, and I, I, I would almost say redirect that energy and all that. Yeah, that's that stress of what you're gonna do with social media, and there's probably yeah. a better way to do it. And I, maybe it's a good uh, link to one of the topics I had it's further down my list, but maybe I think you just nailed it, and it's okay. it's a perfect link because it's all about LinkedIn, <laughs> and I think <laughs> th- that might be the spot to kind of. Um, channel a lot of that energy and a lot of that stuff too because one yeah. of the things I mentioned when I was putting my notes together was announcing your availability, announcing,
0: mm-hmm. let
1: the, get the word out that you are available and you are, yeah. this is what you do and this is what your business is because your friends and your colleagues and your network are probably the best bet to find um, that link. So imagine yes. you just trying to get feelers for hopefully... Um, Passing through someone that needs your work, it's just you. But if you got a hundred people out there, friends, family, colleagues, whatever that know you're looking, well, now your feelers are bigger, right? Yes. Yeah. And 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 LinkedIn, if you have a somewhat okay amount of followers out there, whatever that, and everyone wants to help each other on there, which is really neat. Like it's that's the the difference. There is like the only reason you're liking something or whatever is to help that person. Spike up a little bit more in being found when someone's looking yeah. for them. So yeah. using LinkedIn, right, let this be a training gra- the training ground for it because we're going to talk a lot about it in our social media, I think, course, this yes. idea of where LinkedIn's can participate in how you run your business. But um, get, get a little bit uh, familiar with it now as you're starting and looking for clients because – when you put stuff out there and you you show like, hey, here's the latest work I did on this packaging project that I just completed. Uh, client loved it. We helped them uh, encourage, the, you know, raise their volume or whatever it is mm-hmm. and just put it out there, Yeah. right? Next thing yeah. you know, do it again with the next project or whatever. Or, you know, here's some process of me putting a logo design together. Now, all those people that are familiar with you are your top of mind. So when yep. the opportunity crosses their path, they're going to be like, you got to call my friend Jordan. I just saw yeah. – Here's it. or look at him on LinkedIn. And LinkedIn is your instant contact, Do you know? Yes, sure. So yeah. trust me on that. That like I think if anything new is going to happen with someone fresh and into freelance for the first few months, it's going to happen there, I think. Because I don't know if there's this instant credibility that you're there too. Like We all feel like we're working professionals, so we got to be on LinkedIn mm-hmm. to show that. <laughs> mm-hmm. So there's a trust
0: yeah, in I'm excited to dig into that. And like, you know, you mentioned, this is something we're going to tackle in the next sure. course when we do social media, especially I think we can do a whole episode on LinkedIn. Oh, hell, I'm 100%. percent excited because I don't do it. <laughs> and I think to my discredit, like I, I don't, I just, it, it's, it's for me, you know, I, I spent so much time elsewhere that like, yeah, I, it never harnessed that, but I do know that the people like you or other designer friends that are actually like capitalizing on that. Mm-hmm. Like I think that's a big untapped resource. It is. Essentially. It is. So I'm excited to really explore that um, and, and sort of see, you know, what that, how, that, how effective it is because ultimately like, it seems like it does a lot. Exactly. And it's pretty, yeah. and it's just, I mean, people don't talk about it a lot. Too. And, and
1: it's just working for you in the background. Yeah. All around, yeah. the clo- around the clock, around the clock, and I-, I noticed the engagement level. Ha- it took a while, you know, obviously, but like, luckily, through past employees, employers, and and whatever I've been, there was an instant um, kind of uh, group of people. Like, I finally got to a yeah. point where I was like, I had a lot of people that we were connected with. So that's obviously the power, right? When you mm-hmm. have more numbers there, the power of all your posts and everything go on there. But I just remember too, even posting on there. Saying, hey everyone, just want to let everybody know. I i st- I've started my own thing. So excited to get into this. Make it positive. Don't be like, I, I'm I, I need work. Don't don't yeah. don't produce it that way. Just yeah. positive. Get it out there. Like, I'm so excited to, to launch my own thing. You know, yeah. feel free to, to to write me any questions or whatever. But thanks for the support, blah, blah, blah. And that that led to a lot of cool little connections in here and there's and yep. so don't forget that part. I think that's a great part to kind of like we don't have we don't have all the time in the world to be on freaking social media all day, you know. Like, <laughs> so the time we have, make it make it worth your while and try this out. I think it's worth yeah. a try, and we'll get into it a lot more um, in the next course for sure.
0: Yeah, and and I think you touched on a lot there too, especially when we talk about like how do you go further and yeah, and maybe this includes a lot of social media because I do think like. Having an audience is one thing, but it's also like engaging with these people because ultimately like I've landed some decent jobs when I'm first starting out again. Like I'm trying to get in the mindset of like when I first started, Yeah, I, util- I utilize social media pretty heavily and I, I engage with my audience and I got some good work starting out. Yeah. Um, and, and so I think it's more than just like me, you know, posting work. It's like you need to communicate and you need to share ideas and sort of network and get involved, right? Even if they're not all just designers, ideally if they're not all just designers. Um, But be genuine, like you said. Like be available. I think is a big part of this. Um, And like totally, just I think also like for the love of God, like do this. Actually, I'm thinking about do this outside of like this designer circle, if you can. And and some ideas are like being involved in your own community is 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 great. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but it's sort of like bringing sand to the beach at a certain point. And I think yeah. this is kind of where a lot of designers are with yep. social media. It's like we're just showing each other our stuff. Yep. <laughs> and not I to people that are going to hire feel us like that more stuff.
1: than ever, you know?
0: Yeah. Um, but I can't tell you how many jobs I, I landed in the start just by simply like following a local business on social media and engaging with them on my yep. like platform, right? And that's and that's a big asset. And so becoming a familiar enough face Yes. Um, where you know they check out my own like feed and realize what I do and how I can help them, and maybe that'll link them to my portfolio. Like, started thinking that way with social media instead of just showing off, showing and mm-hmm. telling. Like, use it to engage in your local community or even yes. beyond. But like, you know, and, and having that like again building that relationship and like, there's already going to be a mutual connection. So like, odds are you know if they're going to hire me if They need some work done, right? Yes, because I'm always there. I'm comments, and that, yeah. that's an easy thing to do if you're going to be on social media. Like, just yeah, engage with the people that you want to hire you, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it seems straightforward, and, but it, yeah. and it is
1: that's a good shift to not think about followers and likes and 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 yeah. and that, but to think about who you follow and engage in and just drop in a line or two that looks beautiful, great yeah. job, like, man, not like, oh man can I do that for you? <laughs> Not that. No, you, you were just uh, a fan. You started yeah. a good conversation. And when the time came, guess what? You were a click away they didn't yeah. have to look and go on some board and look at a list of designers. They know Jordan because you followed them.
0: Yeah. And also totally. like, again, the odds of them hiring someone that they already know like it's way greater. There's that. Connection. Oh, hundred percent. And, and yeah. that was easy. Like I, I really did. Like, I do tell a lot of designers this method when they first start out. Because you're already doing so much on social media and you already are engaging a lot, but simply just with other designers. And ultimately like that doesn't help as much. Yeah. Use that power and use that like energy to really like find local businesses and really like follow and engage all the time. Enough where they know who you are, enough where they're gonna check out yeah. your portfolio. Yep. You know, and like you're not selling them. You're like, hey, yeah. cold calling email, which that's something that also can work. But this is like I wanna build a relationship and have them kind of I wanna throw the hook out there. <clears throat> and this, let them bite it when they're ready. I think
1: you could probably um, agree with me or had a few examples of this too where I think a lot of times um, I'm very active in the clients that I brand on mm-hmm. their Instagram and on, and yeah. not only a follow of theirs, but like everyone, I look when, when it's hashtagged as well. Yeah. And yeah. so when someone has been at this place, takes a picture of it, whatever, I comment, I like, I make sure of that. Other breweries yes. and other things like that. So like all of a sudden... I'll, I'll look and see who's following when I get an alert that, you know, someone's following me, it's a new yeah. brewery or it's a yeah. new, um, you name it. And you're like, yeah. Oh, okay. So hopefully that means not only did they check me out, but they're like, okay, he he's in our alley. And so yeah. that's good to know. That's like, it's free. Good. And that was yeah. just your commitment.
0: Yeah. And you can take this practice and you need to take this practice also just outside of the phone. Yes. Um, in a good way. When I first starting out, like I would just, <coughs> I, I would frequent my local shops. Like if I find myself yep. going to the same restaurants or breweries or bars or coffee shops, whatever, I would make an effort to establish a connection yep. and really get to know the people there. Meet the and owner. If I'm, already, again, I'm already mm-hmm. going here anyway. Like, I'm. I, th- it's all about networking. So I'm like, yeah, yes. I give them a business card. I make myself available to them. Again, it's not just necessarily going and selling them. I'm building this relationship. I totally agree. And so like. You know, it, it, that can be really, really effective. Like, get out yeah. on your turf. And ultimately, yeah. like, local h- local small businesses, I find, are more uh, are more inclined to hire local designers. Yes. Right? And we're talking, yeah. like, this is when, you know, small businesses, and I'm a young designer, like, you, th- it's a good fit here. Yes. Because um, they probably don't have the biggest budget, but you're also new, so you're not charging what, you know, you will be later on. Yeah.
1: Yeah, 100%. Um,
0: yeah, and so I, I, I've I've gotten a lot of work by really just focusing on small businesses around me and building relationships <laughs> with them. It's true. It, it's really effective. No, you've been like
1: that. you've been leading into every one of mine like perfectly. <laughs> 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 my next topic was network your neighborhood. <laughs> yeah, Dude, <laughs> you know, hundred percent. And it's not so much here's an, here's let's differentiate that okay. create a like a creative a creative uh, meetup and whatever that's there to fulfill you. That's there to enlighten you. That's there to give you new juices and meet like minded inspiration, people. very yeah. much the same way we are on Instagram usually. Right. So yeah. now differentiate that to events and meetups and things in your neighborhood that are not design and creative related. They are small business things. They are, um, chamber of commerces. They are all those other yeah. things. These are things that you can go to because now one, they are, no one's there probably a graphic designer in your, your wheelhouse. So you stand out as the only, they're all small business owners or people that are look could technically use your help. So go to where the potential client might be, not a potential new friend, <laughs> but a potential <laughs> new client. And if yes. you think about it, they're everywhere and every town, everywhere, does, wherever you live, um, on top of like the tips you said about the places you frequent, and getting mm-hmm. to know, meet the owner, just like, hey, I do branding as well. And this I love yeah. what you guys do here. Here's a card of mine. Let me know if you ever need any help. That's a great yeah. way to do it there. But then when you're at a, a non-creative kind of event or a thing, have business cards ready. Just yes. have it on the fly. And one of the best things I heard, too, um, by someone I want to bring in when we do social media, was the idea of a business card is a bookmark to a conversation for the continuation Ooh. of it.
0: Yes. So I love that.
1: don't just find someone and be like, Oh, are you that guy? Whatever. Here's my card. Call me, whatever. Have a conversation. Mm-hmm. Yep. Talk. It's not, obviously it's going to end. So to yeah. bookmark that conversation for another time, that's what the business card is for.
0: That's and really, I love, that's really I,
1: good. I love that idea. Really. And it's like, yeah. so you, and then even think about your business card, having that, like, let's continue the conversation. Here's my conver- Here's my contacts. So like, maybe you have a, li- a nice little line like that above your contact information, you know, yeah. um, that kind of starts bridging it and whatever. Now they're like, Oh man, when I need someone, here's, here's my person. You know yes. what I mean? Yes. So yeah. So don't forget about those little things that are throughout your neighborhood or it might even be a non-event. It could be, you know, um, a, a whole, a, a family thing. It could be something where you're out and about and you're amongst all these people that could be possibly, you know, I, I mean, I love talking shop and sometimes sure. people are, and have to stop me from, being annoying about it but like <laughs> yeah my girlfriend would attest to that <laughs> i want to i want to make sure that like people know like what i do without going overboard but then that there's a, a whole other seed that was planted there right mm-hmm.
0: yep Yeah. i think that's
1: great so there's a lot of there's a lot of organic like non-pushy ways to push your business out there and make sure yes. people just know because you just don't want them to have anybody else in mind when the when the time comes. <laughs> well, that's it.
0: Like you again, you wanna be the one you want to make yourself known and available. And yes. like so all these tools are essentially just trying to get you there. Yes. Um, yeah, I, I think that's great. And, and I think, you know, like you said, the sales part is aspect's part of it, you know, but when you're first starting out, like it's a little scary. And also yeah. you don't wanna be just like a salesman. Like there's yes. been times you know, where it's like I've seen companies, small businesses in my area and it, the branding isn't good. And yes. so I would just like reach out like, hey, you know, I love your whatever. I'd research their product if they have products or food yeah. or whatever. And like, love your food. I come in there all the time if I did or not. Yeah. Like this is, you know, I, I, I'd i love to, you know, if you guys are everything about the rebrand or, you know, you guys have issues or something like just here's my portfolio, my information, like, you know, hope to hear from me. I'm sure I'll see you in there soon or whatever it is. Yeah. And then maybe go in like another couple days later. Just again utilizing your network, your neighborhood, I think is what you called it, which I love.
1: Yeah, bro. I do that probably once a week, literally. Um, because there's, there's a, there's no shortage of that kind of stuff. Even places that have quite a nice little branding, but you can kind of get the vibe that maybe they don't have someone on hand all the time for it. And it might be nice to have someone, or it's a place that's killing it. And yet their branding is kind of like, ah, you know, so like, can I help there? And I've been doing that, I, I, man, I, I have my eye on every shop in our area and restaurant that's going through like, um, that was either closed and it has a, a sign of some remodeling or some new yeah. business going in. I will hunt them down and send them a great email and just be like, man – Welcome to the neighborhood. Whatever I'm born and raised here. You think this is my, my I love my town. And uh, here's a few examples of stuff I've done for people in the Absolutely. neighborhood. Absolutely. Feel free yeah. to contact any of them. You know. Um, uh, but if there's any, if there's, even if it's just advice or consult consultation is a great way to make the introduction because Absolutely. they can test the waters with you. It's not like full full throttle project with an estimate and whatever. Just say, hey, can I help you for a few hours and and I'll bill you yeah. my consultation time. Yeah. Yeah, now you you look like a little expert. I don't care where you are in your career. Do that, (laughs) right? Yeah, man. I think that's fun too because like there's a new place that opened up or hasn't even opened up, but like the sign went up.
0: Mm -hmm. One,
1: it has the worst name, just so bad. (laughs) Two, it's this like uh, more portrait size sign than it is landscape, and they have used a very fat extended font. Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just floating in the middle. Yeah. Um, worst the color choices make it look like it's just like, it's just pure blood red. It's just so weird. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that can't be final. So I hunted them down and we'll see. I'm still waiting for the feedback. <laughs> <laughs> no,
0: but that, that can be cold really calling. effective. And it's, like you said, like it is cold is that, calling. Yeah. Um, but there's a it, it, it takes a little time and like, yes, you can maybe develop a template, but but you have to make it personalized. Like, yeah, I don't respond yeah. to anything where it's, it's clearly just a mass yes. email template. Yes. Like that is no, you got to make personable. it personalized. You have Short to be complimentary as well as sort of they need help and, you know, yep. you can help them. Right. And so that's yeah. a fine line. Like, but again, you're only going to start to really understand this and get better at it when you just do it more. Exactly. Exactly. Because um, yeah. when I first started out, like I was terrified. And a lot of that came with, like, again, I didn't know the confidence. I didn't really understand the value I could bring. I was like, I can make you look cool. Yeah. <laughs> but that, yeah. you know, there's more to it than that. Yeah. But like you said, like, it's, you can do this as many times as you want. Mm-hmm. And it's a numbers game, right? Like, you, odds are some people are going to say yes, right? Yeah. Eventually. So, yeah. That, that can be a really effective way. I, yeah. I definitely would, you know, strongly recommend something like that. Well. I, yeah, I, and I, I remember
1: doing it even like during college years or whatever. I, my thought was that I would get someone's takeout um, yeah. menu, right? Yeah. And I would redo it and talk about doing work for free. I would just yeah. kind of relay it out, do it something really nice. I'd put it on, I'd Xerox it on some really nice paper and I would bring it back to them and I'd be like, this is, this this you could have this. It's 500 bucks and yep. it's like $25 a change anytime after mm-hmm. that. <clears throat> and um I got two or three of them and it was cool because it was like again like 2 you like you're right it's like beer money you know Yeah yeah back in the yeah. day but I I I was knocking on doors and I wasn't a I wasn't like afraid a lot of times yes. it was me just sliding in I'd go when they were closed and I'd slide it under their door and be yeah. like surprise here's your new menu if Dude, you that's want it
0: awesome. <laughs> Yeah
1: <laughs> Like can't use this because you don't have the rights yet but you know I'd yeah. be like and you you just learn the ropes that way by just testing mm-hmm. the waters and i'm like i think you nailed it by saying you can try all these things as many times as you want it is a numbers game but yeah. one of these things is going to stick you yes. know and so hopefully something's going to kind of make a connection and and someone's going to call you back and just be as ready as you can to take that on you know and be and yeah. be and be successful with it it's yeah. really cool yeah Again, it's a fun thing. <laughs> this should be fun.
0: <laughs> exactly. And these are all, again, like when you're first starting out, like all these could be portfolio, you know, uh, additions. Like, yes. It, you know, so again, it's it's always, it's, it's really just like everything kind of needs to work with yeah. each other. They're all tools to essentially help you promote yourself yeah. and your services and be available. Yeah. And that's the key. There's yep. a lot of ways. And I, I don't think there is just like, here's five steps to get clients. Because I no. see that and I'm like, that's crazy everyone's so different like there's so many different perspectives yeah find your
1: your path there
0: yeah yeah what works for you what you feel comfortable with and Mm -hmm. your confidence is going to grow the more you do things like the more you just experience the unknown that's totally it's come totally you know it's the fear of the unknown yeah Um, what about you want Do you want to get
1: into the red flag
0: kind of area a little bit i think i think we can i think you got we do that before client Like, I want to talk about relationships. Maybe we can end Ah, with client relationships because I I think that that is sort of the crux of all of this, right? Yes. And maybe we should just do red flags now so we don't end on a sour note. (laughs) I know. Yeah. I love that. Let's
1: do that because I think think we can turn it into the positive stuff. All right.
0: Yeah. Because red flags, I think, are places where, look, there are certain clients and this isn't about like everyone's perspective. Like, no, these are some just some warning signs I would have loved to know starting out. Um and so the biggest one for me and I this is still a thing this I get probably I don't know I get a lot of these every day. It's it's the biggest red flag is how they introduce themselves. That first reach out yes. that they send you Tells that's going to tell me everything. Right? I think <laughs> totally. that's by far the biggest like to turn for me nowadays when it comes to working with potentially bad clients, like I think it's the reddest flag of them all. Oh, and yeah. it's always like the same thing, right? It's like one sentence, single question, literally nothing else. Like how much for a logo? And I assume a lot, if not every designer sort of just irked a <laughs> little inside yeah, uh, because there's so many things to unpack on how this could potentially be a warning sign. I think first off, first of all, like, there's zero information which immediately makes me think they might not have uh, a grasp uh on the importance of branding as a whole yeah. so like that's yeah. going to be an issue or like even what it entails like again so they're already undervaluing it and you know to be fair like that's not the end of the world like not every client needs to know you know yep. but they but it leads me to think that they don't have a good understanding uh then they might not good ha- have a good understanding of like what the value of what I do and that can be an issue right yep um, and that's
1: going to happen regardless of how much your messaging and your positioning and all your, your yeah. website state, someone's going to stumble upon you and, and come yeah. to you with that. Under, it's going to happen. Knowing. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And so when you get that, like the odds are like the budget that I'm going to quote is going to be a surprise <laughs> for the yeah, both of course Of, us. <laughs> of course. Yep. <laughs> and I find that 90% of the times that uh, these are the clients that like suggest the $200 for a logo is, is somehow reasonable. Yeah. Um, yeah. And at this point in my career, like it's really hard to take sort of that, that that seriously and so I, yeah. I usually don't even engage anymore maybe i will but ultimately like i don't want to argue about price like especially when you know same i'm starting to work with the better clients out there and experience the difference and you know young designers will start to do this too and they'll get it when i first started i was taking those clients let me be pretty translucent like i didn't know better yeah but i wish i had because that can be really discouraging for young designers if you feel like the world doesn't really understand the value. And therefore that I think this is why it takes a long time for young designers to get comfortable because they're taking these clients that really don't understand and they don't understand the process. They don't trust the process. Yeah. And they want a cheap option because I saw some work like uh-huh. they don't. So that is, I think initially like the biggest red flag uh, to look out for is how yeah. they engage. Yeah. Uh-huh. If
1: money is the biggest topic in your initial discussion or their initial email, yeah. Uh, yeah. It's like it's like yeah I know for me it's like don't even reply um, mm-hmm. or or I have a, um, a uh, what do you call it a pre made email that like just yeah. will go right back to them now for a young designer I totally agree like yeah. they're gonna get this a lot because of the fact that they can be easily taken advantage of <clears throat> and the last thing I want is for, like any designer to feel um, like lose that passion because it's like I see a lot of designers one year out of school. So excited. They're like, I got this freelance opportunity. Someone emailed me, whatever. And then yeah. a, a, a day later, it's like, oh man, they only wanted to pay this and they didn't care about my strategy and blah, blah, blah. And it could be a little deflating, you know? Yes. Yep. So I think that the, the tip there is that it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. You got to figure out, is it worth it or not for you? I think yes. there's exceptions to every rule because there might be one or two that it might be something really cool that could be in your portfolio and it yes. might be worth doing, even if there's yeah. some headache, right? There's, yeah. there's checks and balances, but this isn't a one. Yeah. Shoot but all. but it, it I guess situational, but the, the test here is that if, if, if money and budget and being, and I don't have a lot of money and I can promise you a lot more work is the bulk of the conversation yeah. uh, scan uh, run away. Well, again, like, <laughs> you know?
0: that's the most comments. Like how much for a logo? It's like, what is your company? What do you, what do you mean? Like, what's your brand? Yes. What do you, do you have established? What's not working with your current yeah. logo? Like all these questions, like, you're going to have to ask, but the fact that they don't even introduce themselves, they sure. simply go right to it. Like, I think, I don't know. It, it so, seems like it, there's going to be hassle.
1: Yeah, and you, it's your choice now. Are you going to be the order taker sure. or are you going to be the, the brand specialist that trains them on how to do this? Now, Very true. Now, you yeah. might not be there at that, this point of your career, but you can start mm-hmm. making the decision to say, like, I can offer so much more. So here's, like, one I would suggest is having a bit of a price sheet on branding of as a junior yes. designer and make yeah. it so it's we talked about this in branding that if you have if you're not just a logo designer but you're a brand developer you might have like five or six little entry lines in that thing rather than just logo design and revisions $300 mm-hmm. but by adding yeah. a few more things now you can be like at $800 to $1200 where mm-hmm. that might be more than you've ever asked but you're showing your your value with that so have that ready on the fly to just reply back and be like Love to talk to you a little bit more. How does this look? Yeah, that might weed them out Im- immediately, or it might make them go, "You're the, you're exactly what we're looking for." So yeah. to your to your point, like if the email comes and it's like, "Hi, my name is Cindy, and I've just created this incredible new project. I'm so excited about it, where our whole team's passionate about, it, and we need a brand." Like, yeah. boom, I'm like, I'm oh calling you right now, <laughs> right? Because <laughs> there's there's some excitement there.
0: No, that's a good, that's a very green flag. Like, I would jump on that. Yeah. For, but when it's like, you're time. right. When it's like, hey,
1: I came across your work, whatever, what's our logo uh-huh. run? It's like, yeah. M- my first instinct is like, well, I just don't do logos. That's, I have a qualification thing and we have a minimum mm-hmm. and we have, we, we take on full blown projects. So, like, that's a whole other conversation we can have. Yes. But that yeah. red flag is don't, I guess, really don't let them just walk all over you in a way and promise you things later just yeah. for a cheap. Because yeah. um, it's never happens. It. I yeah. can't tell you one time that I took one of those, and I have probably taken a lot in the first few years. That it did lead to those things where it got bigger. And that's and the better.
0: thing. Like, I it never does. I, I'm right there with you. Like I've taken yeah. a lot, probably more than people should. But yeah. there hasn't been one that I'm still working with or had a great, you know, just yes. client relationship. Like it just didn't work. It was aw- It was frustrating. And and my fear is like I just don't want designers like think that's the world that they currently are living in, in their career choice. Cause it's not. Yeah. Um, so yeah. it's, it's a red flag. Yeah. Odds are you, you're going to take them or you already have like, but it's just something to think about uh, and yep. really just, you know, get prepared for.
1: Yeah. 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 I think that goes hand in hand with even just the person being uh, a polite and positive and energetic person on the other end. And sometimes, yeah. you know, great opportunities that come my way with great yeah. budgets and everything. And that person's an ass and i'm just like you know it's a
0: tough that's a i've had those oh, yeah. m-
1: those i'm sure you've had them too where you're like what do i do here um i don't want to pass this up whatever
0: yeah. now oh i've hate designed uh, many times <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know I what have, i mean it's like the budget's so good but i don't yeah. really like them as people yeah uh it's happened it, i nowadays i try not to cuz i really value i client relationships and we'll talk about this soon but i definitely have like look the budget's good and it's going to be you know whatever a shitty month but yep. i'm going to make through it yeah yeah like i'm not and i don't want people to yeah. feel like they're above that because you know i've just yeah. learned since but i've definitely done that you know
1: i i'd say too even like almost sliding into our next little conversation but still in the red flag zone i've had a few of those where they they were a bit of like wow i don't think i could i'm going to be able to work with this person there's yeah, there's a, there's quite a disconnect and and sometimes it was a little awkward and even like maybe sometimes even a little like um like, wow, wow, really? Did you just yeah. say that? Like, you know, um, <laughs> but I gotta admit there, there have been one or two where I went and did it cause I really yeah. wanted the opportunity and it, be, you become this client service ninja, because mm-hmm. you, you, you start to learn now you, you have, you, you have to like put on a different hat for each client on how to deal with them. Right. That's part of client yeah. services to begin with. But the minute, like with one client back in the past that was in that zone, I finally just fired back and was just as, just as offbeat and just as, um, I don't want to say rude, but just, um, I kind of played their game in the, yeah. in the conversation and <laughs> that like triggered it. And all of a sudden we were golden like we now we are like we're almost like we're in a a best friend zone of like the way you can rag on your best friend and 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 it's really interesting how it just takes you to kind of be really understanding of like when's the right time to kind of like sneak your little two cents in there and be a little sarcastic and Uh bam Yep. Then they got you, and you got them. So yeah. there's exceptions to that, but I think it's a definite thing that you want to only w- pick the people you want to work with. My God, yeah. We have that <laughs> opportunity here, right?
0: <laughs> it's true, man. Um, Life's too uh, short. I agree. Um, I want to hit another red flag. Yeah, I got a go couple ahead. that that <laughs> uh, that man just broke me as a young designer. Yeah. And now I like, go for. It. But um, I think a big one is is. Um, and we kinda touched on this, but I want to dig in a little further. It's like if they question your rate kind of more than once or twice and red flag. And this is like maybe they have a great introduction, but they can't get past that. I think you're gonna have some rocky roads. Like I don't think there's anything wrong with a client asking you to explain your rates. In fact, I think that's good. It makes me think that they have an understanding. But and I'm happy to talk about that component. Um Mostly because I want them to understand the value of what I'm doing so it's like if they ask like to break it down I'm very excited yeah I have everything like this is I'm gonna put out the work scope it's not just a logo we're talking about building the brand we're going to define your strategy your pillars all that stuff like that I want that conversation it's sort of like after that part where it's still not clicking um and I don't think there's also anything wrong with like negotiating a rate if they like want to no. fire back I'm all about sure. that sure um it, it's good for both parties but it, if it goes beyond that again like they repeatedly question the reasoning for the price or they begin to bargain shop then it's usually yeah. a sign to quit while you're ahead to avoid that headache i find that these clients like usually have unrealistic expectations yes which can go well beyond price like this is the red flag like if they're doing this now this could be an issue later yeah um and that they don't value this and therefore they don't value me and my work yep so that's just a red flag to think about like price is a thing for everyone but if it becomes the thing, I think you're going to have some issues yeah. beyond, you know? Totally agree.
1: <laughs> I mean, yeah, you're right. Because it's like, if it was already initial and you kind of went over it and maybe, you know, smoothed it out and then it comes back yeah. again, that's yeah. a sign that that's really, they, and a lot of times too with me, like when that was second or third time mentioned, that became the person that didn't pay on time, right? Because yeah. that was a sign <laughs> that they probably didn't have the funds. And dude 100%. my whole thought is like, why are you out there? Uh, you know, making, uh, signing, and agreeing to estimates when yeah. you don't even have the money for it, like yeah. wow, I would like never even possibly imagine doing that. So yeah, I told yeah, I agree. And, that's a bit, and that kind a of goes
0: way. into another one, a little bit of sort of they're not responsive, and that's kind of a flag. So like, chances are, if they take a week to respond to your quote, uh, and then another few days to answer for the questions or whatever, like then it's a likely pattern of. How they're gonna work and how the flow is gonna go, and even worse, like this could bleed into how long it takes for them to pay you. Like you were saying, like if they're just unresponsive, for me, it it can be a sign. Like I don't, you know, especially because I'm budgeting time everywhere. I always have, yeah, you know, clients or projects kind of lined up already, and so I'm on my own deadlines. And if like they're not playing in that role, like they either he need to, I mean, it's gonna be in the contract, or I'm gonna sort of address that before we go too far. Yeah, because Yeah. yeah. Um, And then a big one, and this is still something I deal with, and I know you do too, every designer does, but, like, they don't know what they want. This is a big red flag for me. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> it's like this can kind of go two ways, I find, yeah. usually. is they don't know what they want, and they hire you to take care of that problem with your expertise. Again, they understand, you know, that's a good scenario. They're hiring yeah. you because they don't know or, or understand. Um, but it's sort of like when they don't know what they want, and they don't know how to find out. Like, you know what I mean? Yes. Or they don't, like, they hire you to take care of the problem with uh, your expertise, but they don't, they still, they, they can't get there easily. Like, this always ends up being a game of, like, throwing yeah. darts at a wall <laughs> yep. and creates, like, really frustrating, yeah. you know, circumstances on both ends and ultimately becomes, like, it's a game of guessing and they'll probably be disappointed with the work you deliver anyway. Yeah. Um, and I just find, like, a good client has a clear vision and can relay their ideas easily or straightforward or they give you the reins and they're hiring you for expertise yeah i think i don't know what i want but i do know what i don't want like that or they can't decide
1: or they can't decide
0: yeah that's where you're going to get in scope creep that is where you're going to do unlimited revisions because they uh can you tweak that one like there's a problem trying like you can't just Again, throw a dart at a wall and just try yeah. to hopefully like, I'll give you a thousand uh, options. Maybe there's something there like that. And the scary thing about that, you, that
1: you can't figure that out at the beginning. A lot of times that yeah. happens when you're well into it. And like, I, it, I would yeah. say what I try to do is make sure my, my process gets better and refined every time. So it's yes. foolproof. So hopefully we don't get to a point where they're like, I don't know what I want or where yeah. you've directed them enough of a way to know what they need. Yes. Not what they want. It's what they need. Yeah. Um, because again, it, then you get into that whole side of their personal preference and that doesn't, that's yeah. not what's at, what, what's the topic here. It's
0: the, what yeah. is your and brand? And the component make, of that is, right. Is your contract. That's where like, here's yep. what you're going to get, <laughs> Yep. you know yep. what I mean? And and yeah. so you might not know what you want, but you're signing on for this journey. Exactly. Cause you're right. Like that can definitely come up later on. Yep. Um, yeah. Or like the people that asked for like spec work. Especially oh, with yeah. small businesses like that. I know. Sort of just another example of like really not understanding. Yeah. The be value clear of my all, time. Stay clear and of any does. of
1: those ones like that. You know. Yeah. And I think also do write them. Write them down because we you all get your own red flags. I think there's things that yes. you might just get in your own little area of where what you work with and who you work with. So make sure you're marking those down after you go through that experience. Like I was going through an experience with a client. It ended, and yeah. by complete coincidence that client connected with someone that I'm, I'm very, I'm one of my best friends that does design. (laughs) And I was laughing. We were laughing so hard. And I was like, good luck. You know, Mm -hmm. here's some red flags, whatever, went ahead and went through it, whatever. And, uh, I got an email about 20 minutes ago that just said, it's not happening anymore. (laughs) So again, this, you know, it's going to happen. It's not just, it's not that it wasn't you are a good fit, but like maybe that person's just not ready. And like you said, they can't, they don't know what they want can't decide so mm-hmm. write these red flags down that happen on your own so you can say like when you get when you're hot and running and you got all these yeah. great new clients coming you can look at that list and be like well it sounds a little like uh point number two here <laughs> you're out yeah yeah i mean look bottom line
0: it, trust your gut um yeah. and the more you do it and and the more you take on you know red flag clients like you're going to start to see the signs earlier and earlier yeah, yeah, right? until yeah. you get to a point where like, I, I mean, I still deal with it, but now I'm just, I feel more comfortable either just, you know, not taking the job cause I'm in a position where I don't have to. And that's a big part of this. Exactly. Too, but, yeah. Um, and I also just like, I've done the headache. I've had the headache too many times. Like I don't want to go down the road. I hear you. And so you'll become more familiarized for sure. Yeah. Yeah. But on the reverse side, I think I, I, I definitely want to talk about good clients, right? Yes. And retention and, 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 and yeah, keeping them happy. I think stuff. when someone asks me where do I get clients or how do I get clients? And that's a frequent question. I just, the question to me, the more important question is like, well, how do I retain the ones that I like? Like how do I keep that yeah. work? Cause this is all about essentially just stability, job security. Right. And that's sort of, if we're boiling it down to like why we're even doing this, why we need clients, why we're trying to get clients so we can get paid and, and eat and live under a roof. Yep. Um, so it's like, why wouldn't you want that relationship with the clients that you enjoy working with on the projects that you like doing? Like, the question should be like, how do you keep those? Once you start mm-hmm. to get clients, obviously, but how do you keep the good ones? And I think we should dive into that a little bit. You yeah, know? client yeah. relationships and, and retention. Yeah. Um, what do you yeah. got? Okay.
1: Because <laughs> I, I, I've got a few good ones too, but I, I know you—you you got one or two that you're.
0: I've got a bunch I, I more like I I just have like single word talking points but Perfect. like I just think if we're talking about client relationships and I think honestly when we're talking about getting to work as a freelance designer this is mm-hmm. the meat of it like I was saying and in my experience the best way to get work is to continue working with your current clients that you like so it's essential yeah. essentially just reaching a healthy work balance um, there's already that established connection like we don't we know how each other work. The price is already understood. We've essentially yeah. gone through the headache of every startup relationship, right? Yeah, we're smooth sailing. And if I'm working with a client uh, again or ongoing, like odds are it's because I think they're a good client and I like it. Uh, so they understand the value of what I do. Like, there's they're communicative, whatever it is, they're clear, concise. Um, how do I keep that going? And I, I think it's something you really have to drive home with young designers. Like, if you build these great relationships. Your client will return to you. Yep. Um, when they have new projects, if you make the experience good, they're gonna come back, right? Yep. If you deliver and even go above and beyond, like they're gonna come back to you because most small businesses don't just need a logo and they move on. Yeah. Especially when they're starting out, like there could be a lot of work. I still work with a few that I've been with since the beginning, kind of like you were saying, because yeah. it just it works really well. Yeah. Um. Or you know, if their friends or other you know networking neighbors need jobs, they're gonna send them to you like they're going to be your reference and that those are the best references uh they're like free ambassadors to your brand exactly and so this is all boiling down to like that relationship with the client and i think maybe talking about how you establish good relationships with the client is what we're kind of going into here
1: yeah yeah i it's it's tough too because there's those times where look you have your golden rules your golden rules are like Always reply back. Be available um, for yeah. on-the-fly for phone calls, whatever. Uh, yeah. Be crystal clear with communications back and forth. Right. My my biggest motto is like no, there should never be any question what's being asked, what's being delivered, um, yeah. what's what's down the road. You know, like I just I want to make sure that I'm leading them through this thing and being as even with the ones that you've been around with for years, right. Because yeah. it's very easy to kind of drop the ball sometimes on a lot of those. Because you're like, oh, he, they, <laughs> they know what the next phase is, whatever. We should be fine. I don't yeah. have to explain it to them, whatever. So if you've got your list of like what is important to do, it's about keeping up with that all the time. Mm-hmm. Because you yep. might have that day where you know it's funny how every project or client could be your favorite kid one day and your worst nightmare the next day, <laughs> right? So like you sure? that yeah. day where it's the worst nightmare, don't drop the ball on that and the minute you do, they will see the difference, right? Yeah. Like yeah. it's really interesting. Like a lot of times too where you're like, you're usually on the Johnny on the spot and you're like, boom, 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 boom. I'll get you back. You know what's coming tomorrow, whatever. And the minute you don't, man, they're just like, hey, um, is everything good? Um, you know, and yeah. you're like, oh God, that's the last feeling you want a client to have. Like, you know, like yes. it's questioning, yep. like what's what's going on or where are you? And whatever. So I just want to make sure I'm very, with those ebbs and flows of where you are mm-hmm. with a particular project or client, keep it consistent. Yeah. That's like my yep. main goal with them and treat them the way you'd want to be treated too. like, you know, be proactive. Um, I, you know, it's just to be honest with you, I even just got an email while we were, we've been recording and I saw the first yeah. line of it. It's like, I don't like it. And I was like, okay, whoa, <laughs> where did that oh, go man. wrong? Uh-huh. Right? Like, I'm like, yeah. we don't, yeah. we don't start conversations that way. Um, I don't, I don't want to be talked that way. I would never talk that way to anybody, even a subcontractor or someone that's reporting into you. I I just, there's a certain amount of respect. So like what did my first thought is where did I go wrong? What did I do Mm -hmm. that provoked that? Okay, I'll take the, I'll take the blame a thousand percent. I have no problem problem with that. That's part of the gig. (laughs) Exactly. But where? what, gosh, but then it makes, there's that red flag thing. Like we're don't, what did that mean? Like, shit, we were just fine. Like we're, we're kicking ass here. In fact, that was sent to you four days ago. And now you're telling me, so you know what I mean? Like, yeah, man, it rolls, it rolls. It's like, it's so bizarre. Um, I always say, take the higher road too Mm -hmm. with this thing. Mm -hmm. I -hmm. think, man, how many times have you written a freaking email and you want (laughs) to just send it and you're like, just get it out of your system.
0: I have to write them so I don't send them. You know what I mean? Like I have to like go to my notes and be like, I'm going to type this out to get it out. It's my beanbag that I punch. (laughs) Yeah, I don't do it in the text box or the email, whatever it is like, yeah. (laughs) I think that's a great one. Yeah.
1: Yes, you want to get it out and whatever. But um, I was thinking in some of the notes I was making for my class the other day too, I was like, don't ever take what we're doing personally there's no yep. room for that in any way and the minute yep. you make that disconnection i don't think you'll ever really get hurt or you'll ever really feel bruised by yeah. a, a situation that could happen um yeah. so by being real positive with them again proactive um yep. taking advantage if you have clients that um, are different time zones whatever i like to make sure there's shit waiting for them right when they wake up and it's was from me last night and Absolutely. it's little things like that you know yep. um and and doing the little things that are maybe above and beyond.
0: I think that's right? a big one like go the extra mile. Um, yeah. And and if we're talking about you know building that relationship like that's a big one. They're they're going to remember all the times you came through for them. Like capitalize on that. Capitalize yes. on that fondness. Yes. Send them business if you can, right? Like I often want to promote the brands I work with through my own platforms. Yeah. I want them to succeed. Um, mail them holiday cards, like birthday gifts, whatever. Like, I, if there's someone I really want to work with and it it checks all my boxes, like, I'm gonna go above and beyond
1: often, yes. Um,
0: uh, and uh, you know, I have clients that like I'll ship beer to, or you know, if they can't get it where they are, like, I just that's a great one, yeah. Treat every client uh, as your most important one. uh, Um, that's a great one, be more than just an email address because I don't. Yeah. always work locally so yep. i don't want them to just be like they don't know who i am they just see me as that email address so exactly that's a big one
1: yeah i love that idea because it's like you're you're just adding a bit of your own personality and and whatever beyond that so it's not just a virtual thing yeah yep. that's a yeah. great idea
0: um yeah i mean i i think again you know communication is is key uh sort of just like any good relationship maintaining good healthy communication is like paramount you yeah. know what i mean like Frequent, clear, and open communication. Yeah, shipping, yeah. Y- your habit. You got to make sure, like, you provide regular status updates, and you know, communicate progress. Involve them when they mm-hmm. need to be involved. Um, just make them feel good. Make them feel heard. Yeah. It's not. It's not reporting. It's a conversation. You know.
1: True, but and I, I think anything you can put that's an advantage to you and the, yeah. to their understanding, right, yeah. and that they're. Yeah. Um, any way to eliminate a question or an alarming email, <laughs> yeah. right? Right, like, yes. like status yeah. report, like those kind of things. Like um, even if they're not expecting it, a list of like, hey, just checking in. We're yep. in progress with these two things, whatever. But man, you get the best response from those kind of emails. So you do. Don't yeah. forget that. Don't we can't be these artists that like back in the day where it's like you've been given this brief and you you. You you head off to your silo and you work 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 work. You're, you can't be found and then boom, here's the work. Love it or leave it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we're not we're not in that zone anymore. We are we want to be a partner with them. So being as open and good on communication with them is so key, man. So key.
0: Yeah, yeah. And I think maybe my last big one was uh, check in with past clients uh, to see how everything is yeah. working out. You know, since the work you did with them, show them you care enough to just like go beyond that final deliverable. Yep. Um, it's not just like about asking them for more work. Like be human. Uh, Yeah. Uh, just see how they're doing, how business is. you know, maintain that relationship. Like it's going to pay off.
1: Yeah. And a side note on there, places like LinkedIn are a perfect example for that because it's, it's not a, yeah, you should be emailing them if you haven't heard from them in a while. And it's like a checking in thing, but it could be much more casual and, uh, and, uh, I don't want to say sneaky, but in a way, like yeah. if they've posted something great on LinkedIn, just a comment, Hey, that looks fantastic, man. What a great, what a great, uh, you know, launch or something like, you know, and then they're like, Oh, Jordan's in my mind again. Like, okay. Yeah. We haven't talked in a while. And that yeah. I've had that a lot of times happen with like, Hey man, I'm so glad you chimed in because we were just thinking about this. Boom.
0: It it's true. It's it's all these little tools that you can do to really just stay in their mind. Again, boiling it back down to like be available. Yep. Um and and, 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 and treating them it, it's really just you're you're putting work into that relationship. And that, that's the kind of stuff that's gonna pay exactly. off. Like, that's where the key to like, you know, healthy work balances and working with the right clients. It's like, well, I've already found the ones I love. I'd love to keep I want to keep working with them however possible.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. All right,
1: man. I love what we said, dude. This was great. This is like, I learned from it <laughs>
0: <laughs> because everyone like, you know, again, Everyone's it's all different. about perspectives. Mm-hmm. Um, so and, and
1: build your own. I think that's the point here is to like take into the, what we say, what you hear from other people and build your own kind of idea yeah. of what you're going to do for clients and how you're going to yeah. keep them when you're there. It's super, yeah. we, we all have gone through it. I don't think there's cheat sheets for any of this stuff. It's just a matter of like guidance, opinions, and insight take it from there perfect yeah awesome all right until
0: next time all right i'll see you on the next episode all right <laughs> later